It didn't take long for the public health order to become political. The first business owner to be criminally charged for defying the COVID-19 public health order held a rally earlier this week, giving voice to the frustration of small business owners, as well as space to argue familiar arguments against pandemic policy. The rally shows this region isn't immune to the ongoing discussion of how the country should police itself during the pandemic. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Alex Riggins, you're a reporter on the public safety team, and you've been following the story of this gym owner who was charged for having his gym open in defiance of the public health order. Can you explain what exactly did he do? Kind of give us the backstory of Peter San Nicolas. So, uh, so Peter runs a, a gym in Ramona called the Ramona Fitness Center. Um, in, in March, when everything shut down, uh, he shut down as well. Um, but by June, I think it was 85 days that he stayed closed. Um, by early June, he, you know, he says he had lost, uh, about a quarter of a million dollars, um, and, and just was, was kind of tired of it. And, and he reopened, um, now gyms and, you know, salons and restaurants were allowed to reopen. I think it was mid June. Um, he actually opened a few weeks before that and, uh, and, you know, stayed open. And then when, uh, in July, when everything shut back down, um, he continued to stay open. And so last, uh, last Monday, um, he actually, you know, got a call from a news, uh, from a television station saying, Hey, you've been charged uh, with five misdemeanors. You know, what do you think? Uh, he went and checked his mail and, and that's where, you know, the charges were. Um, and, and that's kind of where, you know, that's, that, that's why he was charged. Hmm. And what we've been hearing from the county is the reason why we had that second closure was that that's when the county had that big spike in COVID-19 cases. The case rate per 100,000 was way above the trigger point. And you saw outbreaks, I think almost nearly 100 in, you know, indoor spaces. So the argument was we have to have people get out of these inside spaces so the transmission of COVID-19 will slow down so we can reopen things like schools. But you know, it's still frustrating for a small business owner to go through that because, you know, that was a sign of hope when we first reopened and that second closure was not only damning, but also depressing. Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, after that, after things were closed back down, you know, is, is when we saw a lot of the gyms, there was a gym in, in Oceanside and Vista, a couple in San Diego, um, you know, who kind of, you know, uh, defied the orders to shut down. Um, San Nicholas had opened his gym a little bit before, you know, they were allowed to reopen and, and, um, kind of wasn't as, um, wasn't as, I guess, public about, about reopening. I mean, Ramona's small town up in North County, you know, in the North County, um, didn't get as much attention until, uh, until he became the first business owner charged in San Diego County. Um, and, and then is that's, you know, kind of when he's, um, kind of gone on the offensive, I guess. Hmm. So why did he decide to hold this rally? Kind of walk us through those decisions that he made to kind of have similar people in his situation voice their opinions. Walk us through that decision making. I think there's just a lot of frustration. I mean, obviously, it's, it's understandable. You're a business owner. You've, you've you know, worked years. You've put a lot of, um, you know, sweat and tears into your business. And then um, to be closed down and, and, you know, not have a lot of um, help available through government programs, whatever the case um, I mean, they can get loans, but they're gonna have to pay those back. You know, it's, it's, it's tough for a small business. Um, and so, you know, I think he just kind of wants to be the voice, um, and kind of be the leader up there, you know, since he does have this visibility now, uh, with being charged. Um, 
you know, he's, he's just kind of taken it upon himself to, um, to be that voice. Uh, one of the, one of his supporters called him the tip of the spear, um, at the rally Tuesday. And I think, you know, I think he's kind of taken that to heart and, and, uh, taking that role, uh, on his shoulders. Yeah, that's also one thing that you've seen uh, with the Paycheck Protection Program, which was one of the ways that small businesses could get help. The majority of businesses that receive these loans tend to be kind of on the medium-ish side. Uh, I live in South Park, and I checked out uh, where they got things in North Park and South Park, and it was pretty much every restaurant that you knew had at least $7 million in the bank for, you know, it wasn't these small guys that were getting loans. It was the ones that had the money to have that good accountancy, to make that good application. So in a sense, these kind of relative small fries were left out in the cold, it seems like. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I haven't, um, you know, reported as much on on the loans and, and everything. But I mean, yeah, you know, if, if you've got to fill out all these all this paperwork and, and do all this stuff and try to, you know, keep your business open, care for children, whatever, it's it's a lot of work, um, you know, and, and so it's understandable that these small business owners are, are, are feeling the crunch right now and, and um you know, kind of, kind of at this point, trying to stand up and, and fight back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And going back to the rally itself, uh, can you kind of characterize some of the arguments that you heard from people who spoke? Kind of set the scene there. Yeah, so it was a lot of um, there was a there was another gym owner from San Diego who spoke. Um, there was a there was a couple small business owners from Ramona. Um, pretty much everyone who spoke seemed to be like doing okay. Um, you know, finding other jobs or um, you know, finding, finding ways to survive. Um, but they just kind of felt tired. You know, the, I'd say the beginning of the rally felt like, um, almost, I, I grew up in a church where people give, would give, uh, testimonies. Um, and it almost felt like a, like a testimony meeting. Um, people were just, you know, kind of sharing their experience and everyone was, was very supportive. Um, and, and that's kind of how this, the, the rally started. Um, by the end there was, so there was two women who, who identified themselves as nurses, um, you know, who, who spoke about the, the virus not being, uh, as much of a threat as, as, um, you know, the government is saying, um, there was, there was one attendee who, who just suggested let's all businesses in Ramona reopen, you know, they're not going to charge all of us. They can't arrest all of us. Um, so at the end it kind of became like a rallying cry. Um, but the beginning was really just people sharing their stories um, of, of what they've been going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The latter half of that uh, rally does seem to kind of mirror a lot of the arguments that you hearing from, uh, government officials on the Republican side, uh, also with the president. So it kind of makes sense that those arguments are kind of ringing true in a place like Ramona, which is more rural. It's a small town, but you know, it's difficult to have a policy that works both for urban San Diego and rural Ramonia. So it does kind of make sense that this tension's here. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, the, at the end of the route, so, so one thing is San Nicholas has started a, um, a GoFundMe. He's right. He's raising money for this group called the California constitutional rights foundation. Um, his lawyer, uh, you know, runs that organization. He's an ex judge, uh, Gary creep. He's got some history. Um, and, and one of the things was, you know, like I was saying towards the end, um, you know, Gary creep spoke, uh, you know, kind of, kind of rallying support for his organization, asking for donations. He had handed out, you know, donation slips, um, you know, right as the meeting was starting. Um, but there was also a couple other people who kind of tried to hijack the meeting a little bit with their own causes. Um, so there was a woman with, uh, I think it's called reopen San Diego organization 
um, you know, who also said, hey, we're going to sue the governor, you know, go to our website and, and donate here. There was um, there was a woman with uh, with uh, the recall Gavin Newsom uh, campaign. So there was a couple of different people who, who jumped up and, and kind of tried to hijack the message a little bit. Um, also, another speaker was uh, the, the Democrat who's running for 50th, 50th district, um, Amar Kampanajar, who, who spoke and, and um, you know, really told the people like, look, I'm, I'm a, you know, he, he had a little message first um, that everyone was kind of agreeing with. And then he was like, look, I'm going to surprise you all right now. I'm a Democrat. Um, I'm sure most of the people there knew who he was. Um, but, you know, shared a shared a very conservative message. You know, I'm on your side. Let's 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 reopen, basically. Um, so, yeah, you know, just just a lot of people kind of uh, getting their own uh, plugs in there for their own things. Um, but like I said, the last speaker was was Gary Creep and, and that, you know, organization that he's running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Kampanajar, that's kind of a interesting political move, but also a strategic one because Daryl Issa is very rich. So you really wouldn't have someone with uh, that level of resources speak at one of these things because there would be, you know, that kind of class tension. While Omar Kampanajar does have the ability to kind of connect on that level, and you know, that's a congressional district that's becoming more and more purple. So it kind of makes sense why he showed up. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it, it seemed like a very conservative crowd. Lots of uh you know, lots of, uh, you know, a couple of Trump masks, Trump hats, um, you know, different things. But but, you know, uh, Amar, I think, is 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 trying to, to woo those people and, and say, look, I'm a small business owner, too. I'm from rural East County out in Hamul. Um, I'm just like you guys. You know, I, I think his line was I'm not a I'm not a tax and spend liberal. Um, you know, we're going to make sure, you know, Washington listens to us when we get in, you know, when I get in there. Um, you know, so I think he's he's, you know, trying to attract those people. And and, you know, even even uh, San Nicolas, the, the gym owner was, you know, a couple of times said, hey, I like, you know, I like that message. Although at the end, his, um, you know, his attorney creep made him uh, make sure that he said, look, we don't endorse, but we don't you know necessarily endorse him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of have to in those situations. So after this rally, uh, do you have a sense of concrete next steps that anyone is going to make or is this just kind of like a we're mad and we want to tell you that we're mad kind of gathering yeah i mean there was there was certainly no plans made there to um you know to do like a mass reopening uh and and kind of like a you know all of ramona is going to defy the order or anything like that um you know the the big thing was you know they were saying donate to this california constitutional rights foundation which is going to fight for small businesses. Um, you know, I, I did a little, you know, just research on that organization. Um, the, the two attorneys that run it are both ex-judges. They've both been uh, censured by the, by the um, kind of the, the judicial um, watchdog uh, in the state. Um, so they both kind of have rough histories. Um, they both blame it on, on being, you know, conservative Christian, um, you know, activists kind of. And, and, you know, say they say they were attacked by the left and that's why, um, you know, that's why they were punished uh, sort of thing. Um, but their big thing is, look, we're going to file lawsuits against these executive orders. Um, they're representing a group of uh, restaurants up in Nevada County, up in kind of rural north, uh, northern California. Um, they're representing Peter uh, for free in his criminal case. Uh, they're saying that they're going to represent any other um businesses that are targeted by the DA uh, with charges for, you know, for reopening. 
So their their thing is 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 you know that was the big kind of rallying point was let's get money flowing into this organization so that we can file these lawsuits, defend those who come under attack type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly it, that does kind of make sense from the perspective of them. So um, if I'm a reader or listener that has a question about this story or this uh, ongoing development with uh, people resisting the public health orders, what's the best way of getting a hold of you? Um, you can email me, alex.riggins at uh, sdunionchibune.com. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Alex underscore Riggins. Um, those are the two you know, best and easiest ways. And finally, uh, with San Nicolas's case, uh, where does it stand? When are we expecting to hear more news about that? So that's kind of interesting, actually. His arraignment is not set until December, um, so he's you know he's not actually going to be in court or you know virtually in court. We'll see how things are are going by then, um, but it's going to be a, a quite a long ways. And so um, yeah, I mean you know he's got a he's got several months to prepare. Um, you know, once he's arraigned, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, it's, it's several months off. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex Riggins, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the San Diego News Fix. The San Diego Union Tribune is hosting a contest to create the best public service announcement to remind people to stop the spread of COVID-19. We're soliciting listeners like you to come up with the best PSA for print, digital, or video. The winner of this contest will get a grand prize of $2,500 and their PSA will be published in the UT in various formats. The winner will also have the opportunity to be a guest on Fox 5 San Diego's Morning News. You have until August 16th to submit. For more details, go to uniontrip.com slash stop the spread. Until next time.